0: This is CliffCentral.com.
1: On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Q, the good things guy. We're starting a little bit late today because that's how we roll. Tuesdays rock. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> we we can do whatever we want. This is this is our show. This is UnRadio. We do whatever we want. That's,
2: well, maybe today. That's maybe how not we roll. Always.
1: Ah, just 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 for today. Yeah. Just for today. Uh, Kerry and I host the Good Stuff every Tuesday, and we're here to remind you that there are still so many good things in the world and South Africa right now. So inspired. So proudly South African. So much of good news. That's what we say, right? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Uh, so we're in studio. We're going to be bringing you, we're going to try and unpack um, what's going on in South Africa and, and bring you good news in, in that front. Um, we're also going to chat to a bunch of students from Vega uh, who created something really flippin' cool for Lead SA. I'm going to do that by myself because Kerry doesn't deserve to speak to them. Thanks. I'm just joking, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I only deserve something sometimes. But because it's Women's Month and it's Women's Day tomorrow, I think you should give me a little bit of leniency.
1: Okay. Kerry can have all the leniency today. <laughs> uh, we're also going to do the top five and do the catch up of all the regular stuff that's going on in the world and South Africa and the studio and Cliff Central and all of those good things. If you want to get involved with in the conversation, you can tweet us, CliffCentral.com, Brent Linderkew, Kerry Stain. Uh, you can also send us a message via our official WeChat account or give us a call on 0861-555-189. Or they can WhatsApp Kerry. Okay?
2: Yes, on zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero.
1: She's learnt that number off by heart. Well, zero seven
2: nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. It's
1: like she's giving out her own number. If you want to have a date with Kerry, you can just zero uh... seven
2: nine seven four eight two zero nine zero.
1: Go, go, go! Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! <laughs> um, okay, so the vote of no confidence is uh, is happening today. Yep, it's happening today. How do you feel about that?
2: Um. Well, I think it's about time. And like they were saying yesterday, that uh you know, we can no longer um watch our country fall into disarray.
1: Here's the thing, right? The vote of no confidence is happening today. It's the eighth of the eighth. And it's the eighth time that we're doing this this ballad. This and then this time it's gonna be a secret ballad. But I can't help but think and I, I'm almost gonna be cynical about this. I can't help but think That we've actually been played into some sort of political strategist's hands. Mm. I I feel like, 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 like the country, I I, I mean, when I was driving to the studio this morning, there were people on the side of the roads holding up signs and there's protesting and and there's marches and, and there's this, uh, there's this feeling that we're getting, the country's getting what we have been asking for. Right? Yes. Because uh, the majority of the country and a lot of people have gone, we we want President Zuma to step down. Uh, people were marching for it. I was part of those marches where we were marching towards towards Pretoria. Yes. That's actually a song.
2: Marching towards Pretoria.
1: Marching to Pretoria. But here's, here's my feeling, and I feel like um, we may almost be bamboozled. We've played into a political strategist's hands, and I'll tell you why. The vote of no confidence is going to be in a secret ballot it's going through today. Yes and most likely, I mean, I was, I was listening to a couple of radio shows and, and podcasts on the way here, most likely we uh, we're going to get the president to step down, but then comes the morning after-hmm the morning after where we have to start dealing with a couple of things, and i can I can almost put my head on a chopping block to say that tomorrow morning there will be a press release issued. Where, where the governments are going to say, uh, we listened to the people.
2: And, um, thank you.
1: No, we listened to the people. We've listened to you. Okay. We, we heard you and, and we've made the right decision. And, and here's what's going to happen. South Africa are going to forget that this is the eighth vote of no confidence. South Africans are going to forget that they have marched for this and they have basically forced a hand. And, and South Africans are going to believe that the government did what was right. Mm-mm. I'm telling you.
2: So then do you think that we're going to get the result that we want by tomorrow?
1: There, there was a saying in a quote that, that once said, uh, a country gets the president that they deserve. And, and we voted Zuma in. Let's, yes. not, let's not forget that. We voted him in. We voted him in. Mm-hmm. And, and then he will leave and the next president will take his place. And, and unfortunately, I believe that the majority of South Africans have not only lost confidence in our president, but have also lost confidence in our government. If you're going to replace a figurehead with another figurehead that has the same morals and values, then we have a bigger problem. Sure. Better the devil, you know.
2: And do you think that that's what's going to happen?
1: Kerry, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been proven. It's been proven over the last couple of years. We have, we have seen and we know and it's, it's everywhere. Corruption is deeply rooted within the leadership of this country.
2: Yes. That is correct.
1: All I can say is that I really hope to be proven wrong. I really hope that we wake up tomorrow and there's, there's someone who has a conscience and someone who takes the stand who wants to lead for South Africa and not for themselves.
2: Well, I really hope for the country, actually, that that's what we get.
1: How refreshing would that be?
2: Completely. And then we wouldn't have this nonsense to deal with every day in the news.
1: It's, it's bad. Like if you see, um, the international news and what's no, trending I know, and... It's terrible. We're a joke. Yeah. We're a joke.
2: And how can we actually deal with this? We've been dealing with it for how many years now?
1: I think that's also, it's a question that, uh, the government will face. If they do vote Zuma out. They're finally sort of accepting responsibility and agreeing with the majority of the population. But that's what a lot of the
2: interviews were yesterday.
1: Then the question is, why did you wait so long? Exactly. If you knew it was a problem, why did it have to be a vote of secrecy in order to do what is right? Do what is right.
2: Yeah, because dictatorship can't really be public.
1: Okay, so so you let's put money on this. Okay, <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? <laughs>
2: do, you do know you, what? Even with even with a secret ballot, it's like it's obvious.
1: You don't think that he'll step down? I you don't,
2: don't. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. 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 no.
1: Look, I just I, everything happens for a
2: reason. It really does.
1: And if it's going to if it's going to go that way, and um, he doesn't step down. It's, it just leads a different vote in 2019 when it comes to the presidential election. Mm-hmm. So you know, who it's it's a it's a big day for South Africa.
2: It is a big day. It's a big day. But it's also like a, I think a lot of people are looking at it as predictable.
1: I I think we're all going to be pleasantly surprised. I just hope. Well, that, I jolly well hope we are because I, what st- I'm hoping for is is that good stuff comes out of it. So mm-hmm. if the president steps down later this evening. We will have tequila to celebrate and champagne. Okay. And and, and when it happens, I really do just hope that whoever comes in his place, I think um, Balega is going to be like the, the president or the interim president for the mm. next 30 days, and then they choose the next. I hope that whoever takes the reins of South Africa, that they have South Africa in their hearts, and they do it for South Africa and not themselves. That's all I'm saying.
2: I think we're all hoping for the same.
1: We can only hope. Mm-hmm. We can only so, hope.
2: what are we betting then?
1: <laughs> so, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet that uh, that Zuma is gonna step down. Okay. And you say he's not. No. How much money are we putting on this? I don't know. <sighs> I've got like a hundred bucks on me. Okay, so deal. Hundred we'll, ronds. We'll do a hundred ronds. Okay. And uh, and that that's the wager. Yes. That is the wager. Okay.
2: It's a deal. Let's do it. hundred ronds. hundred ronds. What else is going? I
1: mean, is there anything else going on in our country? Or is that it? Right now?
2: Um, I think that is the biggest. And then obviously all the other nonsense that's happening at the moment. But, um, the fact that it is women's month and it's women's day tomorrow on a happy note.
1: On a happy note.
2: Yeah. And obviously women's rights and stuff. It's, <laughs> that's pretty much what's happening. Yeah. Women's month. And there's, a, I mean, there's a lot more hype this year than it has been over the last few years. I think as well. Like people are starting to be more aware. Of what's going on, and yeah. women's rights.
1: Well, I don't know if you saw over the weekend. Again, government. That's
2: why I said. H. <laughs> All the other nonsense. I cannot believe it. I'm. I'm. That actually, was in four
1: ways. eh? That's down the road. That's I down know, the road from me. I know. Down the road from me. So for those of you that might not know, our deputy is it a deputy minister of Educa- education? Yes. The deputy minister of education, um, was at a nightclub, which isn't actually a nightclub. No, it's like
2: it's a it's, a, it's, it's a like a restaurant,
1: restaurant. bar thing. Yeah. But also, a restaurant that stays open till three, 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. is not really a restaurant. Um, and, and they were at Cubana in four ways. And, uh, <laughs> you know, sober as a judge. At um, 3 a.m. At 3 a.m. And he assaulted a woman and it was caught on camera.
2: It was horrendous. Did you watch it?
1: N- why would I watch that? It
2: was shocking. But tell me okay. what happened. So, he literally pulled her by her, threw her on the floor, and then he started standing on her. Like he was stepping on her head. Are you joking? Really? No, man. No, he was provoked, apparently. But I think I think that's just shocking. It's disgusting. You don't do that at all, at all, to anybody, male, female. No, I wouldn't even, not even. No, (laughs) I was like, I was shocked. I watched it. I watched it last night, and then I had to watch it again. I'm like, really? Is this is this happening? Did this happen? No, come now. That's hectic. You don't do that to another human being. No, no, no. Anybody, not even an animal. Are you joking? No, I was. No, it was shocking. And then, and then you deal with it afterwards. Why? Because you're intoxicated and it was circumstantial and maybe you didn't like whatever the person was saying, but that's not the point.
1: It's also, you, you, you cannot, there's no way that you can make it okay. You can't justify it. There no, is no way.
2: There isn't. So,
1: so and
2: now they say that's that, that, you know, that law must take its rightful place in this situation. <laughs> right. And it will,
1: and there's the good stuff. There's the good stuff in that, mm. I think.
2: And it's it's good, regardless of, of who he is. Um, the fact that they press charges, that's a big thing. That's huge. And that the whole thing went viral. And then I know that there was a witness as well. He was actually on the news last night. What? The witness, yeah. He said he's never seen. And that people were just standing by watching. People that are supposed to protect you, security bounces because it was taken out into the parking lot as well. So the securities, the bouncers, they did nothing. They just watched. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: But that, I mean, okay. So we're going to get off of that because yes. it's not—it's not good news. Uh,
2: we. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Brent. So I, I didn't mean to even start that conversation. We were talking about Women's Month. Women's Month is a positive thing. Uh, it's where we can highlight the amazing women in our country and women that are doing incredible, incredible things. Um, and they are. I mean. We have, uh, you know, Tuli Maronzella, um she has left the Public Protector Office, but she's still fighting for
2: us. Very much so. She's,
1: I don't know if you follow her on Twitter. She does I a lot do. of good stuff on Twitter.
2: I do follow her on Twitter, and I know she does a lot of uh, public speaking events as well. I know she's doing a lot of um, women's events this month as well, which is incredible. Um, she really is. I mean, she's, a, she's an amazing human being.
1: Tuli for president.
2: Yeah, exactly. Tuli, Tuli for
1: president. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. We're going to try and do okay. our good stuff team. Oh, there we go. No, it's the no. wrong one. I got the wrong chord. Got the wrong chord. Got the wrong chord. So every week, uh, Kerry and I search. We scour the internet. <laughs> we hunt high and low um, for good stuff. It's You know, when we're not speaking about our president or our deputy ministers and all of those things and what they're doing, uh, we actually bring you good news.
3: We
2: do.
1: We bring you lots of good news. And today we're going to do more than five, I think. Let's just do however many we feel we want to. Okay. Okay. So, um, the first story that I want to talk about is, okay, so a friend of mine, Mm -hmm. a friend of mine called me last week and she said to me, Brenty, I've got this really heartbreaking story, a really heartbreaking story. Um, a friend of hers that she used to work with, uh, his name is Reno Slubber. Rayno Slubber and his wife were traveling Which, uh, on a road in Cape Town, and they had their two kids in the back, um, kids under the age of five, mm. and they got into a terrible, terrible car accident, mm-hmm. like tragic. Yep. Like, that was uh, a week ago Sunday, and um, and they woke up in two Different hospitals, they were, they were transported to two different hospitals. Uh, they didn't have medical aid. Mm. They, they cut their medical aid to sort of save costs during yep. these tough economic times. And, um, and they were both in, in two different hospitals and they woke up to the news that they'd lost both their kids. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's just fucking tragic. Like it's, it's maybe one of the worst things that I think anybody could ever go through. And, and my friend Kate was heartbroken on the phone. And she was just like, Brenty, we need to do something. We have to do something.
2: I know. And that's, she said as well that no person should ever have to hear those words.
1: Well, totally. Right. Yeah. So, um, she contacted me and I, I, I mean, I heard the story and I just thought to myself, man, it, it's shocking. Like it's shocking. So I said to Katie, I, I know how people react to things. Right. Mm. I could write this story, but it won't get the traction that it deserves. And I, and I know that sounds so horrible.
2: No, but, but you, it's the truth. It is. The if truth. I if I write
1: about, about them, yeah. Um people will read the story and go, "Oh, shame. Like that's sad."
2: Because it's not your it's not your story.
1: Yeah, and there's no call to action. Yeah. There's no call to action. So I say to Katie, um set up a crowdfunding page. Mm. Cuz that's a way that you can help them. And it's a way that you can make a difference. True. And um, and and once you set up that crowdfunding page, um, then I'll write the story. Yeah. Because that gives that gives it purpose. That gives it meaning. That means that people can help. And and so she set up the crowdfunding page. Got hold of me um, that afternoon after she'd mm, done it, mm. and it was sitting at about forty thousand rand that they'd raised, like in a, in a twelve hour period.
2: Yeah.
1: We wrote the story, and it's. Forty-eight hours later, and together South Africans have collectively raised almost three hundred thousand rand.
2: What I can see, you've got the page open there. That is amazing.
1: It's just shy of three hundred thousand rand,
2: and their goal is seven hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, what they what they've said. So, so Katie and and another friend who had started the the crowdfunding page basically they'd worked out what the hospital bills. Could be, mm. and also what sort of rehabilitation and all of those things that they would need, what that would amount to, and they've they've rounded it up to the number of about seven hundred thousand rand.
2: Because doesn't that also include the? Because um, obviously they've got to have funerals for the kids and stuff like that. Oh
1: shit! I didn't even think of that.
2: Yeah, that's two.
1: So so they they've rounded up to the seven hundred thousand number, and in the space of just two days, South Africans have pledged. Three hundred thousand rand to that this family, amazing. and it's still every day, every every it's hour, fine, yeah. it goes up. Um, and I just, I inherently believe that people want to do good. You just have to give them that platform to do it. And this is, this is, it's a very tragic story, but it's beautiful how South Africans are just giving of themselves. I saw it,
2: but themselves. I didn't want to read it. I saw it. And I actually I procrastinated completely. I saw it because I saw that the headline, and I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> it took me a long time to read the story because you put yourself in their shoes, and that's also that's what makes people um, get into the 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 heart of giving is that you put yourself in a situation like that, and that really that that then prompts them to be like, they want to help. Yeah. And this this is horrendous. I'm sorry.
1: Proper, proper. It is incredibly sad, but uh, the, the good stuff here is South yeah, Africans like are pulling, are pulling together, together to really just make a difference and, and help help a have family out, which I think and is amazing. And
2: in 48 hours, that is amazing. And they must just keep going because I mean it is going to be a long process. Well,
1: we'll keep so pushing. We'll keep pushing the story go, and, yeah. and sort of putting it on our social media sites and, and getting people to to know about it. It will be on cliffcentral.com later yeah. um when the show gets uh, uploaded, mm. and you guys. Can head over to our page to to sort to see that information, which we'll put up there. Yeah. The next story that I want to bring up, um, it actually started going viral this morning. Oh, so Carrie has no idea what it's no, about. No,
2: I can see it, but I'm like, <laughs>
1: I'm
2: like, that's not my next one. No, oh, my so, next one and your next one. Are different. No, no, no. So yes, you, go, go, you, go, go.
1: you, you can do. I mean, you prepare the next story, but I just, I, I love this because these three women have gone viral. Yes. <laughs> um, a South African video featuring a Cape Flats version mm-hmm. Of a Taylor Swift song is going viral Not only because it's funny But because it's really good too um, The awesome video features three women Felicity Kiran Andre Amajor, And Laur- Lauren Lee mm. um, And they're from, they're from Cape Town And uh, they formed a group called Woman to Woman <laughs> And they actually went viral last year yes, For another I song So I'm going to play the song that they've gone viral I, I don't know if it's going to translate well Because you, the video is quite funny um, but I'll play the song. It's hilarious. These these women. I mean, they they basically have a listen. You can have a listen.
2: The light. Try to sort my telescope, so that the boys for me can fly. <laughs> that the boys for me can fly. They've got no teeth.
1: What the boy call to ape? <laughs> but see
2: he's not the same he's not enough to save.
1: so it's the whole video is them basically mocking um yes their, what would you say their cape coloredness their, mm. uh, their hair is an absolute mess they've blacked out their teeth, teeth. So um but it's all for a good cause they're raising money for charity as well yeah. the videos already had 300,000 views
2: what yeah. when did it go viral? I mean when did it it's when did like started it? over the weekend so soon. Started
1: over the weekend. And uh, and they've called themselves the Carpdashians.
2: The Carpdashians. I remember their videos from last year.
1: Yeah, they they did a whole take on Beyonce. And then they went a little
2: bit quiet and now they've obviously made a comeback. No,
1: they're back, man. They're back with, uh, with The with the Carpdashians is what they call themselves. <laughs> the Carpdashians. Um, their last video, it was meant to be irresistible by Beyonce, but uh, they called it what do they call it? Stub links. Mm-hmm. They're very funny. We're going to put that up so that you guys can see the whole video um, in all its glory as it is trending on social media mm-hmm. currently. Kerry, what's the next story?
2: Must read. It's a powerful, powerful advice from a dying 24-year-old. Oh, I hope this is good news. Well, it is actually because it's, uh, it's given me a little bit of a, oh, it has given me a wake up call and I think that's what the whole um, message behind the article is. Most of us go through our days on autopilots, not really living, but merely existing um, he goes to say in this um, article here that we have so much outwardly, but feel so empty and lost on the inside. We allow our minds to keep up, to keep us up late at night, mulling over things that don't really matter in the end, such as bills, money, what others think of us, etc. He's like, why do we do this to ourselves? So Isn't this it, is a uh, young man.
1: He's, but okay, so I mean, explain. So he's 24 years old.
2: He's got cancer. Yeah, they found it too late. He's said in the article as well that he's even chosen his the tie that he'll wear his last tie, and he put an article up on Reddit, and um, yeah, he's basically put there in point form what he thinks and yeah, like why. Well, I I guess it would
1: be it would be. All of those points that are just relevant to where yes, we are. And, and exactly. You know, ma- material materialistic stuff doesn't matter. No. Experiences matter more. Your relationships with life mm-hmm. matter with the people that you love and all of those things. And I, I think it's a, a cold, hard truth and a reminder. It, it reminds us to of our mortality.
2: It really does. But, I mean, in essence, people do think about these things, but they don't think about these things because they think there will be a tomorrow and a day after that. And for him it's a matter of minutes hours
1: yeah possibly. so so over the weekend i went to john edward remember we interviewed Yay. him yes so we interviewed him a couple of weeks I ago remember, I saw that. and uh and he was on the show uh we'll link back to that podcast so you can pick up on that it was an incredible interview um he is just very um interesting mm. interesting so i got to go to the show uh on saturday um we went backstage to meet him yes in the beginning of the show
2: I know you've been looking forward to that for months, for months. For months. <laughs>
1: so I got to meet him, um, and he's so flipping down to earth, so down to earth.
2: But he was like that when we spoke to him on the phone.
1: Yeah, when we did the interview, it was mm. the same. So um, he starts the show, and you know, it. I don't know how many people uh, the teatro holds. It's like a thousand, thousand two hundred. Mm. He's standing on the stage, a big empty stage, and he's got a thousand two hundred desperate. Desperate people Staring back at him Everybody in that room Was there because They wanted to connect mm. With someone They wanted to feel something They needed closure They needed understanding um, And and I think that's a tough task For someone to face Who's in that position But he did it so well And And I guess There's a lot of people That are skeptical About what it is that he does Yeah but I believe, after seeing his show, that he is like a motivational speaker
2: he is definitely,
1: and he gives people the closure that they 've been looking for exactly so during the show, like he he starts off the show and he explains what it is that he is going to do how long was it almost three hours oh wow it was it, and to keep an audience captivated for it almost was three a hours is is mental, time. Is mental. Mm. so he stood on the stage and and he starts off the show by going. Um, this is how I'm going to do what I do. And he breaks the ass and there's a couple of like jokey jokes and you laugh. and He's
2: having a bit of chat and he's interacting.
1: He's interacting. Then he goes, and I, I'm i going to open up the floor for you to ask me a question.
2: Oh. So
1: I, I don't want you to stand up and go, is my mother with you? Like that's not the question I'm looking for. You need to ask me. Personal. Well, something personal. that's been yeah. on your mind. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, are there different planes where people live? Mm,
2: like, yes,
1: on the other side. Mm. Uh, those sorts of questions. Like, let's talk. And out of the whole theatre, about ten people stood up, and the mic runners came and they gave them microphones. I didn't stand up. Mm. I know you're looking at me like that. I didn't stand up. I'd. I'd no, we had already,
2: him. we had already spoken to them. We asked them. Correct. The we questions. asked them all those questions. Yeah.
1: So, so I mean, these ten people stood up, and um the first person. They they sort of asked, uh, what, "Are people what, what? What is the other side? What is the other side? Mm. Is it is it different planes? Is it different areas? Is it different?" Earth? And he basically, like the way he answered it was, "You are all from different areas in South Africa and Johannesburg,
2: mm.
1: but you've all come together tonight here. Yeah. So you're from different areas, but you've come together. Mm. It's like that on the other side. So there's all these different areas." But on a night like tonight, these the, spir- the spirit will come together, yeah. and, and everybody here is meant to be here. So you followed some sort of path to get you here. Then he said something very interesting. He said, I'm going to... Because then what happens is he, he sort of moves in that area where someone was asking a question, and he speaks to someone there, basically. So like, he went, for that specific question, he went, um... Uh, the, the Kelly, there's someone sitting there, Kelly, and she's, she's pregnant, but nobody really knows yet. And this woman stood up and she went, my sister's name's Kelly, and she's pregnant, she's not here tonight. Uh, but no, not many people do know. And John's like, well, we'll keep it quiet now, won't we? But there's a thousand two hundred people that do know. So it was quite funny. I mean, then he starts with the reading. But what he said during that time is, if the people that do get read, they generally are left with more questions,
2: yeah, I would the people that don't get
1: read are getting answers through everybody else, yeah. so you you 're getting answers through everybody else, and you know what care? He touched on so many different subjects, so many different facets um and and the things that he read was pretty damn spot on things like i, I the one woman i mean half the half the theater was in tears because. Um, she had a daughter who was disabled and it was a it was an incredibly sad story mm. and she wasn't giving him anything and he was painting the the full picture and she broke down into tears it was you know so specific mm, sure it was, ju- it was just it was spot on and I think um we all walked away knowing something a little bit more about ourselves and about you know
2: did you feel like a closeness all 1,200 of you yeah you walked away like hmm we're like family now
1: yeah I, I mean <laughs> I would recommend going to one of his shows Ish. just just to sort of be there and to hear his insights I mean he's been doing it for 33 years
2: well I had a different view after we interviewed him really
1: yeah
2: and I think the skeptics that probably went also have a different view now that they've seen him
1: totes yeah Totes anyway yeah. um so and and again that that all brings back to your um we're mortal mm-hmm. and and you know we got to appreciate every moment for what it is right now
2: and that's basically also what he was saying to us in our interview it, it gave us a bit of totally
1: peace. so uh, be humble stay humble in everything you do um, don't let your ego get to you yeah. ego ego is a terrible monster Mm. A terrible monster, and uh, always trust your intuition.
2: And just be a good human being.
1: We love good human beings. Mm. We love good human beings. Story that I want to bring up um, is a an incredible human being from Cape Town. A traffic officer Yay. has been rewarded for never giving up on a homeless teen. Did you read the story?
2: Uh, I did read bits and pieces of it.
1: Yeah. Um. She met a homeless teen and worked tireless tirelessly. I can't say the word tirelessly. Thank you uh, to reunite him with his family again. She literally just did everything possible to help this kid out. Really? Yes. Carrie's like how did I miss that story?
2: <gasps> I know. I'm going. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh N- Nolusindiso um Yeah, he, she she worked tirelessly to help this kid get back to his family. And what's cool is Do you
2: she, know how difficult that is? She
1: did it without wanting the recognition She was doing it to help him and, uh, and somebody picked up on the story And the city of Cape Town then rewarded her And just acknowledged her And said well done for being a good human
2: That is amazing Because I mean we could do with less people on the street
1: <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say there 100% you're right
2: <laughs> What did you think I was going to say?
1: We could do with less people in the world <laughs> um, no, no you're right you're 100% we rats. could really
2: do with less people sleeping on the streets and i every all of them have a story. They they've all got a story and I mean they're just neglected. They're neglected human beings. And I mean whether they're children or adults, they've all got a story. They've all got somewhere they should be, but they're not. Yeah. And that's amazing. Well so done. a really
1: good story. We're gonna post that up online so that you can catch up with the good news as well. Okay, uh give us one more. Okay. are you, are you not ready?
2: No, I am. I had one open But then I went into that one And I'm like What? Finally home South African Al-Qaeda hostage Stephen McGowan Has been released After six years How so,
1: crazy is that?
2: Yeah He was uh, captured By the Al-Qaeda In Mali Six years ago When he was on a trip To Timbuktu
1: And he, he was captured uh, He was in a restaurant At yes. the time Yeah Um yeah, they, uh, have,
2: they have really. They've um, and, and I do commend them for the work that they've done over the last six years. You know, the gift of the givers and, uh, and government.
1: Not really government. It was the gift of the givers. Yes. Governments are not allowed to um, go into hostage negotiations. That's no, like a standard but, thing around the world. Yeah. So the gift of the givers did it for but them. They've
2: been supporting for the last six years. And um, I heard an interview as well the other day when they said that, uh, you know, they, they're happy to have him back the government was saying, and um, that they also, uh, you know, his mom had passed away two months before as well, his return, so he missed his mom by by two months. So the fact that he's out and then he's back is amazing, um, and obviously he's now just got to rebuild his life, but he's here after six years.
1: I hope that uh, th- that he gets the support that he deserves, and I hope that he does. Um, it must be so difficult to be in that position for six years.
2: And well done to Gift of the givers and everyone that brought him home.
1: Absolutely incredible. We're going to put that story up online. All of them go online onto the Cliff Central page um, directly after the show so that you can watch the videos and catch up with the stories and understand what's going on in the world. Uh, next up, we have our interview with a bunch of kids from <laughs> Vega Yay. who um, who created a really awesome – it's it's an An initiative. Yes. To make South Africans proud of South Africa again. Um, I got to chat to them, which was pretty cool. Uh, but before we leave you with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you with my quote now.
2: Good idea.
1: Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together and the only way we'll get through this is together. Um, I'm gonna leave you with something quite simple today. Leave people better than you found them. This is the essence of being. It's that simple. Just uh, be a good human, as Kerry would say.
2: (laughs) Good (laughs) Tuesday. This is The
1: Good Stuff on Club Central. Good stuff. Uh, You're with Brent Linderkew. And every week we get to interview incredible South Africans that are doing amazing things. I have got two students from Vega that are sitting with me. And we're going to be chatting about what they've done with Lead SA that's causing a bit of a stir. Welcome to The Good Stuff, guys. Thanks for having us. That's cool. You apparently have the flu. It's a very gruff voice. (laughs) I said it's better for radio. It makes you just sound a little bit more gruffy. Who do we have in studio with us?
3: Um, I'm Zanri Murray.
1: And
0: I'm Jan Esterheisen. And you guys are with Vega. You're studying at Vega. Yes, I'm a second-year interior design student at uh, at Vega, yes.
1: And yourself?
3: I'm a visual communication student with IIE. First-year
1: or second-year? Second-year. Second-year, okay. <laughs> so you're studying, second-year, um, you're sort of getting things going and, and adding value to the education system so that you can uh, one day join the job market. And you guys have done something with LeadSA, um, which is a pretty cool initiative. Could you tell us a little bit more about it? Okay, so the brief
0: was very simple. Um, They approached us and said that they needed an activation piece for the 702 Walk the Talk. And um, we had to create a a wall, basically. And the the main purpose was to get people involved and the people walking the talk to to make their mark on our wall and to – engage with our design process basically was it
1: was it their idea to put the wall there or did you guys go actually you're gonna have people walking past you've got this traffic maybe we should put a wall up like who came up with that idea i think the brief was
0: very open so there was a lot of conceptualization going on in the beginning um coming up with with different designs um and it was quite challenging because for the the walk the talk you don't want to like disrupt the flow or um like interrupt the, the the flow of people and it so you caused a hell of a traffic jam. Yeah, we, and and it was quite amazing on the day. People actually started crowding around our installation piece, which was which made us very happy, which made us proud of our design, and made us like believe in it and see how it worked. And, and
1: so, when that. when I if I was on walk the talk and I was walking past this wall, what would I do at the wall?
3: Okay, um, it felt a lot bigger when we were building it at home or at Vega. And then when we got there, it was actually really small in comparison to everything else. <laughs> um, so there are a few things you could do. Um, on the one side, you could leaf your love for SA. So you could write on a little leaf um, why you love South Africa. And we love South Africa, so it was fun for us because we got to see why other people love this beautiful country. Um, and on the other side, um, oh, so those were on different trees, different important trees in South Africa. Then on the other side, you could link... Um, different words as to why you walked. So that was really fun to see. Some people walked for family and for their dogs, and for charity to raise money and stuff. So they made really cool patterns with wool. Um, so it was really fun. It made like a beautiful overall piece of yeah.
1: I think what's really cool about it is... Um Is seeing those good stories and, and seeing the love for South Africa. I think sometimes we need a little bit of a reminder. We get so bogged down with the reality of, of sort of what mainstream media is showing, um, what the news is talking about. It can sometimes feel a little bit overwhelming, but when you're seeing an installation like that, that you guys have created, I can imagine that it's, that's inspirational.
3: Yeah. It's, it's so rewarding for us because you just see these positive, vibes positive energy people that love their friends and love the country for the weather for the people there was actually
0: a a note that someone left that said um i'm gonna make you proud south africa and that's that's the one that stood out the most for me you know um we've all just looked at our arm (laughs) we got goosebumps man that's incredible yeah that's incredible so someone a young person coming up there and saying this is me and i want to make uh, i want to make south africa proud you know
1: It is really cool. What's what's happened to the installation from there? I mean, walk the talks over. Um, You guys had this incredible concept. I hope it's gone somewhere. It's been gifted to the 702 studio.
0: Um, so primate, the, the, yeah. the LeadSA guys have it in their office, I think?
1: Okay, so I was there last week. Um, I did a talk for LeadSA. Uh, they asked me to stand on stage for whatever reason <laughs> and, um, and talk crap because that's what I do really well. And, um, and th- the offices are huge. So I need to go back and look for it. Um, we did, if you think of, of like a building, it's like five or six stories and oh. we were on the eventing floor. So it's like oh. where their events and stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't exactly see it, but I'm going to have to call, I'm going to have to call Diane McAlpine, who I work with at Lead SA. She's
3: amazing. She's incredible. We worked with her, yeah.
1: yeah Di, if you're listening to this, we all think you're incredible.
3: <laughs> we love you so much. She was the biggest trooper. She helped. She was like getting sunburned for us. She took sacrifice. Were you guys
1: there on the day as well? Yeah, we were. It must have been just so incredible. I've been to a couple of Walk the Talks and it is, people are walking for different reasons. You've captured that yeah. on this wall. Um But physically, I mean, it's it's like... It's like the walking version of the cycle challenge. Because everybody cycles for a reason. Everybody's out there walking for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible.
3: That's amazing.
1: So that was your first project with Lead SA. Um, did it inspire you to, I don't know, do more for South Africa? Is there something inside of you that you're like, now I need to make a change. Like, I need to go out there and do something.
3: <laughs> yeah, I always feel like that. I always feel like I need to make a difference to the country because I live in it. So as a citizen, I feel like I should be making an active um, attempt at making it better. Like I love this country. Every time someone says something bad, I'm like, no, don't be <laughs> ugly about my country.
1: I love that to be proud of South Africa. Again, last week when I was at Lidae and um and we. I got to meet some of the heroes because uh, every month they choose one person who is a hero and who they feel has uh, done exactly what you're talking about, taking everything that they love about the country and putting it forward and doing something. And it's so crazy that um, the smallest things can turn into the biggest things and can turn into these stories of people making a difference in South Africa. And I think collectively uh, what you guys did um, would have made a difference. It would have inspired as others as well to have seen that. Uh, how many people were part of the group that created this?
3: There were three of us. Just three of you? Yeah. That's absolutely phenomenal. There was,
0: there were more people involved, but it was more behind the scenes. So, yeah. uh, there was a lecturer that guided us in the right direction.
3: Yeah. And, Elenza, uh, you're amazing also.
0: <laughs> if you're listening, which I hope you are, you're amazing.
3: You're amazing. Yeah.
0: And yeah, but I think the majority of the work was done by students and, yeah. um.
3: Yeah. Three students and then lecturers and lecturers brothers, Marily and Walter, they were so great. Very
1: That's very cool. cool very cool. Um, I'm going to get some photos from you guys so we can put it up online uh, so that everybody can see what we're talking about. Because it's difficult on radio to sort yeah. of explain what this installation was. And if I can find it at the studios uh, at Lead 702, I'm going to go hunt for them. Uh, and then I'll take photos of that as well.
0: I, I don't think it would be on one of the top floors because the boxes are quite big. They're so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're um, about 1.8 meters high. And about 2.7 meters across. Wow. And there's three of them. Wow. They're
3: so heavy.
1: Okay, so, I mean, this was this year, right? Uh, I don't know if you're going to be part of Walker Talk next year, but I'm sure you're saying you want to change the country, you want to do good stuff. Um, You guys... This this is the talk that I flippin gave at SA, that it doesn't stop with one project, um, and I hope that you guys have got something in the bag and that you're planning something else, uh, so that we can feature you again. And we definitely hope to be involved again next year, and even with
0: other leadSA projects, we'd love to be involved.
1: Diane, I hope you're listening. <laughs> you have a team of people that want to get behind you and help, and they're clever and they're creative and they can make this stuff happen. We're going to put that up online. If anybody wants to, I mean, Vega, you guys are creative. You're amazing. You're doing incredible things. If they want to get um, involved with you or sort of see what you're doing or come and visit the, the varsity, the campus, who do they get? How do they get in touch? How does it work?
3: Um, well, they can follow us on social media. They have at Vega School official on Instagram. I'm sure there's some Vega, Joburg Facebook page somewhere. Um, yeah, or they could phone Vega, Bordeaux, um, or Pretoria. There's campuses everywhere. Um, Pretoria, Joburg, Cape Town and Durban. Um, so they can phone and come and speak to us. We have the, we're like, we have the SLB. So if there's anyone that they can come and talk to about how design can make a difference.
0: What's nice about Vega is, uh, it's almost like a family. Everyone knows everyone there. So if you just come in and ask for a student, then uh, the chances are likely that they're going to know who you're talking about. Yeah, so come speak that's to us. Really it's
3: fun. We would love to like show people around and stuff.
1: That's incredible. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come
3: visit come you. Visit. Um
1: And we, maybe we can do some good stuff together. Maybe maybe I'll come there for a brainstorm, That's and we cool. figure out what we do. Uh, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. I'm gonna put all of that, uh, the pictures, up online. So if you visit the page right now, you're gonna see exactly what it is that these guys did, and and maybe get involved with the conversation. They're creative. They're designers. They do really cool stuff. If uh, if you think that they could do something to help you or to make a difference, and to be proudly South African, uh, they've given you all of their details. I'll put it up on the page. And and uh, you can get hold of them there. Thank you very much for being part of the good stuff. It's been great having Thanks, you in studio. Uh, your gruff voice is really <laughs> talented. You should keep that. Try keep that.
3: Well, definitely not. Thank
1: you very much. If I you guys uh, want to give your own social media sh- handles, quickly do that. This is a push. Do
0: it
3: right now.
1: <laughs> okay, I am uh, Jan underscore at
0: Estherheisen. That's my Instagram. Um, yeah, I, I'm not very. F- um, active on Facebook or anything like that. I've, I've shied away from You're Facebook, a millennial, right? right? That's why. <laughs> his, why.
3: <laughs> his Instagram's really good. He's got cool photos and stuff. Um, I'm black underscore bird underscore Z. Um, yeah, I just post fun things. <laughs>
1: it's that easy. We're going to put those up online as well. Uh, this is The Good Stuff on Cliff Central.
0: On radio. On
1: radio. On radio. More of our good stuff. Cliffcentral.com